0: Your positive, positive, imprint, imprint, imprint. Imprint. Stories are everywhere. People and their positive action inspire positive achievements. Your PI could mean the world to you. Get ready for your positive imprint. Well, this is Catherine, your host of Your Positive Imprint, the variety show podcast featuring exceptional people around the world who inspire positive thought and action. Exceptional people are always rising to the challenge, and I'm so glad you're here to listen to these stories. Your Positive Imprint, What's Your P.I.? You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Your Positive Imprint. Check out my YouTube channel, Your Positive Imprint, music by the talented Chris Knoll. Check out his music at chrisknoll.com. Music for this episode by Chris Knoll are the songs from Songs of the High Country album, High Country, Blue Vista, and Cheyenne Bride. Also, Songs of the Wide Horizon album, Homeward. And, of course, (laughs) Your Positive Imprint, Elevated Intentions, composed by Chris Noll, C-H-R-I-S-N-O-L-E dot com. Lots of different genre, blues, jazz. Join my email list and continue listening from my website, yourpositiveimprint.com, or as always listen from iheart radio apple podcast spotify google podcast or simply your favorite podcast platform and please do me the favor and just tap that subscribe download or follow button as well as the five star rating i would love that support and remember this is a free podcast well thank you so much for the emails many of you have asked have asked questions about my dad And my mom, well, of course, my mom has been on the show. My dad, I started the podcast after he left us. Many of you have asked, what was your dad like? What kind of teachings did he provide to you? So I thought, I'm going to provide that to you and share a little bit about my dad's positive imprints and what has been my life of philosophical teachings from my father his legacy is within me and also my siblings and my husband. It is with a broken heart, shattered spirit and soul that need mending and sleepless nights that I write this letter. On Christmas, which we celebrated on December 22nd, we celebrated an evening of bliss only to be followed by the collapsing of my dear dad in my brother's arms. His leaving us was sudden. It was untimely, as all passings are. But his passing here at the house, with everybody around, as so well said by his dear friend, my dad's dear friend, Father Richard, was a vigil, a prayerful send-off to heaven. As beautiful as our singing songs with dad there was, and we were holding his hand, kissing his cheeks, and praying together, the pain, of course, still tremendous. Dad received full military honors, well-deserved for his years in the Air Force and as a Korean War vet. And as Mike and I grieve together, we remind each other of the circle of life and Dad's wisdom that he shared, of course with me growing up, but also with Mike. Mike and I spent many years with Mom and Dad camping, hiking, watching movies and football games and touring here and there about the country. Mike and Dad spent much of the time on their own journey together, sharing stories, hearing Dad's wisdom and his philosophies, bonding. So I'm going to share some of Dad's legacy with you. Growing up, I needed a lot of reassurance, and Dad knew that. I was just, like I say, I was wired differently. I was different, and I loved the outdoors, which set me apart from many of the students at that time. And today, I benefit from friendships from those students today, which is very nice. But Dad knew that in order for me to understand deeply and deeply understand what he was trying to teach me, he knew he had to use storytelling, such as Jerry the Bear and other examples. So Jerry the Bear was Dad's imagination. It was his imaginative bear that he weaved storytelling every night, almost every night, before bedtime. And all of us siblings, would get together and sit on one of the kids' beds and Dad would tell a story about Jerry the Bear. And it started from when Jerry, of course, was born in a cave and started living his adventures. So Dad used those stories to help me learn lessons as well as other examples. And sometimes those examples were in the skies literally, in the form of constellations. Dad loves the constellations and the stories behind them. He loves navigation dad taught all of us kids how to navigate using the stars. And some of us siblings could look up and see the pictures, like myself, while the other siblings could see the brilliance of the shining stars, but nothing else. Mike does not see the skies as pictures, but dad taught him how to identify the constellations using patterns. That was genius for dad, for Mike, because Mike has that engineer's mind, and of course, Dad has the navigator's mind and engineering. Well, when I was in college, Dad and I built an astrolabe, and we would walk about a mile from the house and set up the map, protractor, and plot our reading. We would map our location, and we would be within a quarter mile of where we wanted to be. That was pretty rad. We would then walk a mile farther and plot. So awesome. And that was time with my father together. How sailors use this with the rocking of the boat is beyond me. Dad took the opportunity to talk about the circle of life using north, south, east, and west, knowing that I would understand what he wanted to teach me. So he taught about north, south, east, and west when I was a very young, young child. And I'm going to share that with you. It's very philosophical when we were together with this astrolabe. What Dad wanted to do was teach me. He used the constellations and their stories to teach lessons because I understood more deeply. I like storytelling. Dad's words were more poetic than mine, but I always remember Dad's conversations. So now I'm going to begin his philosophical teachings and how I am and why I am the way I am today. North begins the first steps around the circle of life. God gives us wisdom to begin our circle. It is to the north where we find our path, our position. We look north when we are lost, and when we find the Big Dipper, we figure out the best path and map it, and we are no longer lost. Always use a guide when making decisions. We use the Big Dipper at night to help us navigate. Think of your experiences as the Big Dipper and let those experiences guide you. It is simple, or is it? Putting this wisdom to practice has proven to be difficult. The Northern Steps seem to be the hardest because it is in the beginning of every voyage where we seek the answers. Dad always said, you won't find your answers here, not yet. You have to complete each step just as in plotting your location. The North is not where your fulfillment can be found. It is only the starting point. We always look to the North to find our bearings. Dad told the myths of the constellations and often used the Zodiac to tell stories because I could envision the animals. And for those of you who don't know, the Zodiac is an imaginary band in the skies. The constellations pass through this imaginary line, and astronomers call it the constellations of the Zodiac. Zodiac pretty much translates to circle of animals. Aha, yes indeed. Now you know why Dad chose this way to teach me. He understood it well, being a navigator, and he knew I would envision the animals doing whatever his story was about. I always understood the lesson. He made up other stories about Leo the lion, Sagittarius the archer, others, and my favorite stories he told aside from Jerry the bear, were the stories that he embellished on the original myth of those being about Orion. Many life lessons I learned from those stories he told Every time I look to the skies in wintertime and see Orion in the sky, I remember. Again, he expressed feelings through words. Well, Dad and Mom welcomed Mike into the family with open arms and love and told Mike that his journey is only beginning with the family, but that the journey is like a book full of chapters and paths. When Dad and Mike would be in deep conversation, Dad would ask afterwards, Mike, what do you think? It was Dad's way of not beginning a conversation again, but just something to ponder about their conversation. As we choose our paths, our direction, we continue to the east, a new day. The east represents today, the present. Daddy is always with you, so you can always come to me about anything. I will always listen. I won't always give you an answer, but I will always listen. That was Dad, and he always explained that the today will affect all of my tomorrows but you can change your tomorrows by mapping a different direction if you don't like where you are headed and he would say I don't ever want you to feel trapped in a situation if you can't figure out what to do remember you can always come to daddy we can work through it together Well, Dad would then go on to tell a story about Orion and how he would be off with his bow, but forgetting his arrow, getting caught up in situations that he has to figure out how to get out of. Which constellation would Orion turn to for help? These were always fun little anecdotes that Dad had. My siblings and I enjoyed those anecdotes, and I tell you, Mary and I still share some of those stories even today mary and ike and my brother can see the pictures in the skies it's a picture book to us well dad and mom both always tell us that it doesn't matter what age we are we still need to learn from our experiences through those life lessons mike and i have attained astuteness in making decisions and we have developed a stronger faith and deeper love in our walk around our circle we now come to the south dad says This is where we must take our present and ascertain its meaning. Mom and Dad both tell us that our present becomes our experiences, and through our experiences comes our learning. Dad shared a story when I was very little, and I often felt alone because I had a hard time making friends at school, and I didn't feel alone at home, just at school. Well, his story had a profound effect on on me and I still today will get teary-eyed whenever I remember this story. Well, dad's story goes, when I was a little boy, I had to sleep by myself in the parlor. I slept on the couch because there was no other bed. One time in the middle of the night, my father was awakened by me crying. My grandfather, and that would be mine, my grandfather got up to see what was wrong with my dad. So dad told him that he felt alone and scared. And why was he chosen to always sleep by himself without a bed while his brothers had each other and both of his parents? Well, dad said that his dad, my grandfather, sat him in his lap and told him that he, my daddy, was the strong one and that he would be the successful one because of his strength and knowledge of how the world spins. My grandfather then told dad how proud he was of my dad and to always remember that he is strong. Well, my dad's relationship changed with his own father after that conversation. They became closer. Dad asked his dad if he could go with him on excursions, and some of those were to the Socorro, New Mexico courthouse. Hence, the love for the law was born in my dad. Now we come to the West. (laughs) The West is where the sun sets, or so it seems, as we look at the horizon and life on Earth becomes dark. We need to teach ourselves how to bring the light of our emotional state and accept change. It is in the West where we realize the teamwork needed to love each other, care for one another, and take care of God's people and His creations, His land, His flowing waters. We are responsible for our faith. We are responsible for teaching others how to use their own experiences as a means of growth. We are responsible for making the world a better place by bringing the light to others who feel like they live in a very dim world. Dad always reminded me of the many authors who taught those lessons through their writing, such as Jack London's To Build a Fire, and other wonderful authors and great stories. So Dad has always taught us to volunteer within the community, in the international community. He was a member of Civitan, and actually he was the founder, one of the founders of his Civitan Chapter Club, which is an international organization that helps communities and individuals who need help with maybe a ramp for wheelchairs in a household where families can't afford it and delivering Christmas baskets to the less fortunate, and many, many, many activities. These are special moments everybody shares because Mom and Dad role model every day through giving back to the community with volunteer work. Mom and Dad taught us where to seek out wisdom, faith, and strength. And like Dad's imaginative nighttime stories of Jerry the Bear, we all continue on our path to find what we need to nurture our lives and to be better and wiser individuals just like Jerry the bear had to. And Mike and I are blessed that we share many, many years of listening to dad's stories, hiking, camping, and listening to the wisdom of both mom and dad. And listening to that wisdom that he shared about life, marriage, faith, and being on this journey that we call life. I have enough wisdom passed down to me from my parents. At least I hope I do. (laughs) And I plan on continuing to practice what they both have taught me. I have a very good start as I have my dad's eyes, very creamy white skin and dark black fine hair and I have his traits of showing affection. I am like my dad in many many ways including my ability to express my feelings in words. We also love to write poetry and tell stories. Mike's and my relationship with dad is very multi-dimensional and his absence in our lives touches us with just enormous grief. The pain is strong, and the memories right now are not so comforting, but they're getting better. The pain is getting better. And I know that as we continue to experience life and our journey, those memories will be happy and joyful. When I was young, my younger sister and I experienced death. We didn't know the person at all. Actually, it was two people. We never met them, but they were our childhood friends, cousin and uncle. I witnessed the hurt from this loss through my friend's tears and her parents' tears, and it hurt me so badly, and it also made me very scared. In the middle of the night, I woke up Dad. I was crying because I couldn't sleep, and I shared with him how I was scared about what happens to my friend's family who died. Where are they? He got up with me and we went to sit in the living room on the very famous gold chair. It was this big gold velvet chair that was big enough when Dad was in it to hold my younger sister and me in his lap. I sat in his lap and he held me while I cried and cried and he just wanted me to get it all out. Linda, my younger sister, joined us and he had both of us in his lap. He then hugged us closely and explained to us that our friend's family is hurting very much and we need to pray for them and continue to play with the kids just as we have always done. He told us about heaven and what he envisioned it to look like. And this is what Dad envisioned heaven. He said, Heaven has all of the animals and all of the people we want to be with forever. It is colorful with lots of mountains and flowing rivers. My friend's family is there right now looking down on us sitting here. They are happy there. Their relatives are there to hug them and to tell them bedtime stories. They are not sad. Heaven is where Mama and Daddy will be when you die. You can be sad for your friends, but there's no reason to be scared. Daddy's always here for you, and I will be in heaven for you, too. I can tell you stories of Jerry the bear, or we can go for a hike. Now tell me what you think. Well, Linda and I both told him that we loved him, and then I told him that I just wanted to be held. Well, Dad held us until we fell asleep, because we both woke up in our bed the next morning, and there was Linda, too. He probably carried us to bed as he did that. Well, The circle of life is a never-ending loop that we walk and pass through all of the time. From the west, we journey back to the north where we have gained more wisdom and insight to make decisions and to continue to grow spiritually. We have plotted many different directions and paths using our astrolabe and the constellations. The lessons we have learned along the way provide wisdom and knowledge for making decisions on our next journey. This is the circle of life, a loop that bonds family and friends together through experiences. As broken as Mike and I are right now with the rest of our family, we have our journey together and Dad is with us every day being who he is best for us, Dad. Well, thank you so much again for the emails and for joining me here on this episode of your positive imprint and now I will share with you a short part of Jerry the bear as told by my dad thank you again and enjoy your compass of north south east and west your journeys and the paths that you take and may all of the people who are on this podcast inspire you to find your positive imprint and inspire others Be exceptional, rise to the challenge. Your positive imprint, what's your PI? Where can I find this honey hive, Mr. Fish? The fish told him, but then he said, when you find it, the bees will be all gone. You may eat plenty of honey, but you must leave enough honey for the bees when they return. If you leave enough honey for the bees, you come back and I will tell you how to find your mother and your sister. Jerry the bear cub ran off to find the honey hive. he found it inside a big fallen pine tree just as a fish said there were no bees around just